Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning or good afternoon, everyone. I am Laura Mazzaconic, and here we are with our first Q&A for the successful business formula and uh, we were talking about how we can help our brain sometimes when we're either too tired or there's too much going on. And we have a fabulous, a special member of our tribe that is uh, just a brilliant naturopath, and he was going to share some special tricks. So I'll just put him right on. Okay, Dr. Bob, all yours. Oh, no, you put all that pressure on me. <laughs> so uh yeah so so i mean one of the simplest things you can do when your brain is dead is actually drink some water so that that's one of the first things it's, it's often you, you need um water in your uh, brain to be able to uh um, um connect the electrical impulses that it's trying to fire so if you're dehydrated you're just not going to think clearly and you're not going to be able to get that uh, neurotransmitter functioning going um but the brain loves fat the brain's made out of fat it's made out of cholesterol. It's made out of saturated fat. So if you're eating a low-fat diet, you're starving your brain and your whole nervous system. So, so um, cholesterol is not your enemy. It's actually your best friend when it comes to uh, when it comes to brain health, uh, nervous system health, um, hormonal health, all that kind of stuff there. But uh, coconut oil um, is a uh, is a great fuel source for the brain. Um, it contains four what they call medium-chain fatty acids. And one is very particularly um, beneficial to the brain, um, and it's called caprylic acid. And um, when you kind of are able to get that up there into the brain, that actually is able to uh, feed the brain and kind of charge it up. So uh, by taking a teaspoon, tablespoon of coconut oil, um, when you're feeling a little down, that actually the the, uh, caprylic acid will get up into the brain and actually kind of juice it up and, uh, and power it up. Okay. So fat is fat is a good thing for the brain. Uh, that's the is bottom it, line. There. Is it okay if you? Does it work the same if you cook with it, or does it need um, to be taken raw well, form? It's, yeah, it's best to be raw in that form because you're just getting it in its natural state. Um, you can get you can get supplements that actually uh, the, the of the four medium chain fatty acids, caprylic acid is the uh, scarcest in coconut oil. And so um, you can actually take supplements that are favorable in caprylic acid that actually will, will actually supercharge the brain, if you want to call it that, so that uh, you can take it in a capsule, you can take it in a liquid or something along that line. Like when, I'm doing my, when I do lectures, I, I do seminars, I can be up there for eight hours, and so obviously you have an, a break every hour and a half or so. Um, but when I do that, I'll, I'll, I'll usually take some coconut oil. Um, okay. And... Um, um, you know, it, it doesn't taste bad. It, you know, I mean, it tastes a little coconutty. It's just a little, it's just a strange texture on your tongue. You're not used to having that much fat on your tongue at one time. Right. Um, so that's why sometimes the uh, supplements are actually a, uh, you know, if you don't like that taste, 
And then when you take a big bolus of it like that too, um, if your gallbladder is uh, not working effectively, you might um, you might uh, uh, get what we call the Hershey squirts there. So um, it's something you might want to work up to um, if you haven't done it before. If you've had any history of uh, having troubles with fats, then you kind of have to tone that gallbladder up. And the best way of doing that is just eat some beets. Um, beets, carrots, and uh, and apples are very good for gallbladder functionality. Um, but uh, if you usually you know you have that because you'll have trouble with fats in general. Huh. But uh, doing that, yeah, doing that with water will really uh, will really get the uh, get the brain system going. You know, simple, inexpensive things. There's all, you know, there's all the things you can do too. But that's the uh, that's the main one. And the other thing, the other key thing to do too is um, our brains, our bodies work on 90-minute uh, circadian rhythms throughout the whole day and all throughout the night. So if you sit down and you do a project um, and you you're doing it like all day long, it's like you got to get this done, and you don't take a break um, every 90 minutes, your um, capacity of performance is going to be greatly diminished um, unless you sit down and take a little a little recharge. So every 90 minutes, you could take a little little spoonful of um, a spoonful of coconut oil. You get up, you stretch, you go for a little walk. It doesn't have to be a big one, but you just have to kind of break that break that monotony up, get into that circadian rhythm of the way the body's working, uh, have some water, coconut oil, take a little walk, stretch, and then sit back down, and you'll be rejuvenated for the next 90 minutes, and you'll be much more productive in general in that next 90 minutes than you were if you didn't do that little process. Mm. Is there a lot of difference, Bob, between the different types of coconut oil? Yeah, you want to get you, you want to get the raw um, you want to get the raw, unfiltered, cold pressed, basically. So okay, I that's have what one that says for. it says pure, unrefined, cold pressed, one hundred percent organic, extra yep. virgin. Perfect. Oh, yep. okay. Perfect. That's you got you got all the keywords you need there. Okay, great. You got you got, you got them all. All so, right. Um, so you're good to go with that particular one. And it's a teaspoon or a tablespoon? Um, I would start with a teaspoon. I would start okay. with a teaspoon. A tablespoon's a lot. Yeah. So you could, yeah, I mean, so um, I'll be depending on where your digestive capacity is and where you need to go with it. But uh, at least a teaspoon. Uh, start there and, and kind of work your way up to um, to maybe okay. two teaspoons um, okay. at any particular time. If you can get up to a tablespoon, God bless you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's not going to do any. It's not going to do any harm to the system for sure. It's just a matter okay. of being able to digest that much so fat. Yeah, and, it looks kind of you know, gross. I can't imagine yeah. swallowing this. But yeah, which well, is actually just what you want to do is just kind of let it, um, you know, let it just take it, put it in your on your tongue, and just let it dissolve. It'll it'll melt away. Okay, um, I'm going to do it right now while you guys are yeah. on the phone. Oh, there you go. We can hear you. We can hear you. God, Even in the background, yeah. I can't imagine. It's like eating lard. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Bob, you said that the words, the words are the keywords. Let me see if I got them all. I put raw, unfiltered, cold pressed, virgin. Did I miss something? No, no, that's that's it. The other thing I also yeah. recommend too is getting it in a glass jar rather than a plastic jar. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, Mine's in a plastic, but yeah, it's it's hard to find. It's it's one of those things. Um, um, Plastics absorb uh, or fat absorbs plastic and other toxins. Yeah. So so, um, 
so, you know, even though they say they're BPA-free, there's another chemical called BPS that can be in them, and, and then anything mm. else that's kind of come in contact to. So try to try it to find it, or at least minimally, when you get it home, just, just take it, spoon it out into a Pyrex glass container mm. or something like that so it's not sitting there. Uh, so all your oils, all your oils should always come in glass, not plastic. <sighs> oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> you are. In about in about ten minutes, you'll be uh, you'll be all charged up. <laughs> I'm drinking my shake too, so that help that uh, flavor helps. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it takes a little getting used to, but it's mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, not terribly bad considering all this stuff that you could have to take. Right. <laughs> so if you don't Thank have you. your so if you don't have your gallbladder and you do have problems with fat, just you just you just like think work up to it really gradually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without the gallbladder, um, that's where the uh, problem comes in, um, or, or a, you know a slower functioning gallbladder. Um, yeah. It's a little congested. So yeah, you're going to want to take it in um, at a lower dose for sure. Um, okay. And that's where some of the you might actually go with the uh, encapsulated one. Okay, maybe um, have less troubles with that one. Yeah, you might have less, definitely less troubles with that. You can take other things. They're called uh, they're called bile salts. So you can always take um, a bile salt, um, and you probably should be on that uh, anyways, um, because um, that's how you are going to emulsify your fat to be able to digest it more effectively. And oh, so okay. the bile salts, um, well, when you take it along with the fat at that same time, it'll it'll break down the fat, so you won't get that. Uh, that crazy backlash of uh, not being able to digest it. Oh, okay. This is awesome. I didn't have any idea we were going to get such good information today. Can I get this at, like, any health food place? Like, the yeah, bile salts? Yeah. Can I get that? Yeah, bile, yeah, yeah, bile salts are available at, at pretty much any um, any health food store. Um, I would even suspect, like, a Whole Foods would have them if you ask the uh, person. But... Um, any any health food store will definitely have uh, have vital salts. Um, okay. You could also use soy lecithin, you know, a non-GMO mm. soy lecithin. What what the bile salts do is it actually helps. The bile salts is what gives your 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 stool its brown color. Um, ah. And o- and over time, what will happen is people who have their gallbladders removed, they don't they're not able to recirculate their bile salts because the gallbladders were kind of were kind of concentrates them, and so. One way of knowing that you're having, you know, issues in that area is that the color of your stool becomes more light, um, lighter brown, and eventually you can even become clay color or white. Um, and that's a sure indicator that you need some bile salts. Huh. Wow. I've learned so much in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I'm that telling you, that's a, that's a wonder. We have an amazing amount of expertise in these groups, so we have to really like use each other it's really cool yeah <laughs> there's something is, else Bob, that you want no, to I was just say fat, fat is just very important for our overall health especially when it comes to uh you know functioning hormonally for females with their estrogen and progesterone and containing you know controlling their cycles and then their adrenal glands for cortisol and all the other things that go along with that plus the brain function so so really focus on good fats in your diet um which does not mean the vegetable oils. You have to get them out of your diet completely. So no, no um, corn oil. I call them the, the three C's and the three S's when it comes to oil. So it's just corn, cotton, and canola. 
and then uh, soy, sunflower, and safflower seed oil. Those all have to go out of your diet right now. Um, so if they're anything that's coming from a vegetable, for the most part, they're no good. So hmm. I like I like to use the acronym BACON for uh, good healthy fats, and the B stands for organic butter. A is avocado. Uh, C is coconut oil. Um, BACO is olive oil, but only as a finishing oil, salad oil, not as a uh, not as a cooking oil. And then N would be um, nuts and seeds, uh, organic raw nuts and seeds. Um, and then, of course, for all the men out there, when I tell them that, I say, if you can find some good organic nitrite-free baking, you can go for that, too. So you should only be cooking with coconut oil, then? Not uh, olive oil. oil? Yeah, not olive oil. Uh, that's like one of the worst ones to be cooking with. Because it goes, it goes rancid quite quickly. Not stable. The, uh, the more, um, the more uh, liquid and the more um, poly, the more unsaturated the fat, the more unstable it is for cooking. And so it goes rancid pretty quickly. So when you're using your olive oil, you use it at the end when it's coming off the stove. You can put some in there at that point. Um, but if you do want to use it, use butter with it. Equal amounts of butter to uh, olive oil, and that'll keep the smoking point up, so it'll save the uh, it'll save the integrity of the oil. Um, sesame seed oil is somewhat okay for hot tang. I'm hearing I haven't looked a lot into it right now, but avocado is a big oil that's out there now. So, um, but uh, you know, keep in mind when you take it out of its package, it becomes uh, it becomes much more uh, it becomes much more fragile. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow, thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I knew, I, I didn't know we were going to get a call. That's, that's fabulous. Thank you so much, Bob. Because, yeah, it makes a big difference when you say that, you know, you told me that. So avocado oil is one that it's like, it's too, you know, good exploring, but we don't know. Yeah, I just haven't, yeah, I haven't yeah, I haven't looked into it all that much. I've seen a lot more of that being used. Um, you know, grapeseed oil, you know, but you know, I mean, so they supposedly have higher smoking points so that you can use them. But we don't need to be really cooking at that high temperature anyway. If you're going to fry, fry in uh, literally fry in lard, don't fry in you know, in the stuff that we're, you know, canola oil and all that stuff. It's just it's just no good. Plus a lot of it's genetically modified, which is a whole different whole different world of hurt. Mm-hmm. Thank you Don't so be much. Afraid of that. <laughs> no, yes, I, you know what? I think that that's exactly, I'm so glad that you said that because that's exactly what, what I not, especially when, you know, genetically my whole family has high cholesterol no matter the, what we eat or anything. And um, so one of the things that I heard so many times is like, stay away from fat, but I hear that it's not necessarily the most, you know, the most uh, wise advice. So I'm very, very happy about that. So. Yeah, no, no, no. Most, yeah, if it's familial, it's just, it's just genetic, and there's probably no issue at all with the cholesterol. Um, yeah. Obviously, if there's, um, you know, if there's plaquing and stuff like that, you have to kind of look at what's going on in the bigger picture. But most, most cholesterol issues are from eating too many carbohydrates. They're not from eating fat. That's what I heard. Yeah, sugar. That's why I think it's fabulous to know exactly what what actually feeds us and nurtures us. And that's why, you know, it's so huge, you know, when it comes to our brains because uh, 
I think that uh, sleep is an issue, and sometimes oh. I really need to be present. I was talking with actually with a client recently, and he said, um, he I, he's also a coach, and he was asking me how I saw so many people, how many people I saw, how did I manage my energy. So we were talking about that because it is true that when we're on, we really have to be on, and it's so so important to offer the best of us. It's just something that. Uh, I take very seriously. So, to have our brains, my brain functioning properly is uh, is very very important to you know deliver and be very present. So that's really really huge. Thank you so much, Bob. Again, um, You're welcome. Of course. So today is actually our first Q and A, and the one piece of um, not necessarily training, but more a little bit of advice and something that I. I may have mentioned before, and I find that no matter how many times I mention it, it's always worth sharing again, is um, the idea of celebrating when we do something, basically anything. I mean, we all have so many um, so many to-do lists and so much that we're doing, right? And we're pushing ourselves to create, you know, like now we're doing create, you know, make little videos and create your programs and create little packages or um, identify who your perfect customer or your ideal client is. And um, we're really stretching and changing in, in, in our personal as well as business lives. And I find that it's huge to actually really, really celebrate. I know that some of you have heard me say these often and I and it's one of those things that um, our brains, retraining our brains for success is about retraining our brains to celebrate every time we do any small task, even if, you know, like showing up here. I know that there's so much else to do and you're here and you're showing up, uh, checking in with the Facebook group and just, you know, giving a like or saying, wow, great job doing a video, even if you don't get to watch a whole thing or whatever, it's just so wonderful to be present. So I want you to really celebrate and uh, and really just keep keep at it. Just even when you hear, especially when you do something and you hear that little critical voice coming up and saying, "Well, you know, these kids have gone." And I have to share with you, I have to practice this constantly because the tendency is so amazing. Every time I do something, a presentation, I just did the three day uh, intensive in Mexico, and I was thinking, oh, I could have done that differently, I could have done that differently, I could, and it's like, I I really gave a lot, and yet there's always a part, so what I do is that I just, as I tap, I tell my that part of me, is like, thank you so much for the information, and your wonderful intention to help me in improving, and I am, and I'm going to pay attention to you, now is not the time, right now, I'm in celebrating mode, and I will definitely listen to your feedback and what I could improve, um, you know, in a couple of days. It's really great that when we do something, I feel like it's really, really important to say, you know what, right now I'm in celebrating mode because I just got these done, which was absolutely fabulous. And uh, in a couple of days, I'll look at it and I'll receive feedback. So I'm going to invite you as you are in your lives and in your practice and in your business to open up to receive, you know, ideas, collaborations, tapping bodies, power partners, accountability, uh, clients, money, abundance of every sort, um, 
any kind of opportunities, I, everything that is coming as you open to receive, I strongly encourage you to also ask for what you want. So if you post something in the Facebook page, use that space, this very, you know, this container to ask for what you need. Like, for example, you post a video. I want you to say, this is my video I just uh, created, and this is, uh, you know, this is going to be the presentation in my website page, for example. Um, and right now, I'm in celebrating mode. I am not quite ready to receive any feedback. And that's perfectly okay. Or I would love to hear from you. How does it come across? Can you identify with the person? Uh, if you were this ideal client, would this reach to you? Anything that you have, anything that you have that you really want to receive, make sure that you actually ask for what you want. Because guess what? When you ask for what you want, you tend to get it. <laughs> so I think it's really huge that we do that. Uh, there's one thing for sure, that if you don't ask for what you want, you will definitely not get it. <laughs> Uh, unless it's very, very, uh, you know, very general thing. So it's very, very important for us to ask for what we want and what we need and what is uh, what is present for us. And this call, actually, the, um, today is about questions. So anything that we have covered, any doubts that you have, I am here to answer any that may be helpful. Um, other than, you know, uh, silly stuff that may not be relevant, but <laughs> probably everything is relevant. I was just thinking about, you know, my, my uh, the color of my eyes kind of thing. I don't think that, that would be helpful. But other than that, I'm open to sharing with you anything and everything. <laughs> so um, anybody has any questions for me or just to share and want feedback? Um, Laura, how, I have a question. Wonderful. So I've signed up my first client. Yay. I did so mm-hmm. great. And, um, and I was working with her on her first session, and, you know, she drops the ball. Like, that, you know, she drops the bomb that her husband has just lost his job. And so, you know, obviously now money is really tight. Um, so I kind of just, you know, I listened to what she had to say, and I and I let her talk about that, and we did some tapping on it. Um, but of course, in my mind, you know, I'm just like, okay, how do I deal with this? Do I just keep quiet about it with relationship to our coaching, you know, our coaching relationship, um, and keep it separate unless she brings it up, or should I address it right away? You know, from from a payment standpoint, like when, you know, when the time comes to pay again for the next month, I, I, I assume, you know, lots of people have come across that, and I just wondered how different people dealt with it. So that's a, that's a very important, very huge question. It's very, very important because it's going to really, very likely it's going to affect her in a big way. Um, yeah. And what I would say is that, as my my recommendation is the following, your your area is to really support her in in a specific arena. I know that you're also doing some life coaching with her. Is that true? Yes, that's true. Okay. So what I would do is that, as I often do, I don't tend to ask much um, 
even, you know, like I wouldn't, I would not go like, okay, so uh, how is everything with your husband? Are you, or how are you feeling about the fact that your husband lost her job? I don't tend to do that. What I do is like, as, as I think all of you know, I start a call with finding a celebration, a success, celebrating whatever success has happened. And then I say, what would be, what would you like the, the intention and the focus of this session to be? Um, so especially when you're, you know, when you're doing life coaching, but in any, any kind of coaching, right? It's like, okay, we've been working. You could even say we've been working on these. Um, what would you like the focus of this session to be? Do you want to continue with what we've been doing? Or would you like, uh, would you, you know, is there something else that is going on for you that we would, you would like to address? Um, because she may have a lot of feelings. It could be, and you may notice that uh, something may be coming up for her that is, it could be related to her husband losing her job, but it could also be, it could be much deeper. So, for example, I I did have a client who had a similar situation. Her husband lost the job, actually prior to us uh, starting our work together, and that brought for her a lot of fear, but it wasn't so. It, it was as we explored. It had a lot. It had a deep, much deeper root than her husband. So her husband was one of the layers, and how that impacted the lifestyle and everything that was going on. But it also had the the root. The, the deeper connection was the unsafety that she felt growing up. Um, that was more emotional than financial for her. And yet the idea of experiencing unsafety in a physical or financial way today was actually bringing up all of the fear of not feeling safe when she was little. And that's what we addressed. And by that, her nervous system was calmer and was able to be present and support her husband in actually finding a new job, which actually he ended up um, getting a better job than he had prior, uh, in this case, but it was it was she wasn't responding from a you know fearful, desperate place, and um, and very reactive with him. She was actually more like okay, understanding where her fear was coming from. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, Michaela? Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, sorry, I had you muted. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense okay. to me. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's definitely important to address, um, you know, what is going on for her. But you know what? It's interesting because many times we're with a client and we, you know, we could assume that that would be, you know, devastating. Yeah. And, um, and we may not know what their situation is. You know, maybe... It's a it's a couple that you know has other financial resources and therefore that it's not a big deal you know I we it, it's definitely it's probably affecting them in some way but we don't know exactly which way you know what way is really so that that would be my recommendation. Okay, thank you so much. That does help yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, and also you know pay attention because maybe one of the things that may, she may share with you is that maybe she she feels more pressure to actually uh, start making more money, you know, or, you know, there may be, there's so many legs, you know, so many ways in which that could actually be affecting her. And yeah. uh, it may be, 
it may be completely different from what you may think, right? And that's right. Why. Yeah, because she talked about it affecting like how she perceives her husband, you know, and she knows it's not his right. fault, but that, you know, she has this sense of, you know, he was supposed to be the person that kept me secure, you know, or whatever. So I think you hit the nail on the head that I need to do more work about that, you know, like talk to her more about those feelings and less about him. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they may, that may, you know, with that said, I do have to share with you that sometimes what I have noticed is that um, it's sometimes, uh, most times I, should, I would like to say, it's, uh, it's very important to tap on whatever is it, the, the present feeling before exploring. So I would say, okay, you know, right now, like, you know, this woman said, I, you know, my my husband has lost his, his job like three months ago, and uh, and it's been really annoying for her. It was very annoying to have him in the house because his <laughs> mood was affected and everything. So we talked on that, and yeah, uh, and then that led us to uncover that she was feeling unsafe. And then I said, okay, so is it is it a present? You know, is is it possible that this has deeper roots? And she said, oh yeah. So that's how we that's how we progress. See? Okay. Well, it wasn't that I just dove in, but I was like, okay. So what else is, could be going on? And slowly but surely, we reached a, you know a much deeper level of healing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And for the tapping into wealth coaches in the in the call, uh, I want to share with you that that is another way in which I actually use Margaret's information and Margaret's training that is not directly connected with the, the processes that, she, you know, as, as you can see, it's, uh, I'm going about, because one of the things that Margaret teaches as a tapping into wealth coaching is that a lot of people that don't, don't have uh, savings is connected with a, la- with a feeling of feeling unsafe, not feeling secure in the world, you know, their first chakra not being solid. And what I have found is that I have been able to work on that without even talking about money or even talking about savings. But when somebody brings up in a session um, a situation that doesn't make, allow them to feel safe, um, I, I tend to actually go back into childhood and saying, okay, how is, how is this connected to your childhood and what happened that needs to be healed? Uh, and it really has, it creates a very, uh, it has a huge impact in the present and the financial situation of the person in the present, in the present, uh, in their present life. So that's uh, just one thing that I wanted to mention because I know that sometimes we're talking about how we can help people um, and it's moving on, creating and moving away from um, from what we learned that is maybe just a, you know um, a way of doing things. So. I hope this this helps or this brings a, a little bit of a different perspective into things. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. And how is everybody doing? If there's, I imagine that there may be some questions, but how is everybody doing with the videos? What is? I I've seen some great videos, and uh, and they also have I continue to say that is very important. You know that. Um, Practice makes natural and not perfect because that's what we're going for. And and I'm curious if it's challenging, if it's okay. Uh, what do you notice in my videos? I mean, I I don't know if you noticed that at one point my little 
uh, remote control was not working, so I was reaching out to turn on and off, and I was going to trim them, and then I said, you know what, they're going this way. <laughs> so it's okay. That's the other thing. Sometimes it's, it's okay. They don't have to be perfect. So any comments or, uh, about that? I mean, for me, that it's it's getting like started, but um, it's I know it's super silly, but the first <laughs> my hardest part is just seeing like all my wrinkles and stuff when I watch it over again. I'm it's like total vanity, and I know it's so silly, but I I I tend to do it like two or three times, just trying to like you know put better light or you know turn my face in a different angle or whatever, so trying to get past that. (laughs) Well, I I have to tell you, I'm glad that you brought it up because about four or five years ago when I made my first video, I remember crying in front of the computer when I actually watched it. I I remember so clearly, tapping and crying, tapping and crying, and my (laughs) husband saying, stop watching, why are you torturing yourself? And I said, I need to get you, because <laughs> it was, it really was. I felt like I was so doing myself. I was like, oh, my God, look, look at that. I look at the other thing, and my hair is a mess. Everything was wrong. And I said, you know what, I need to do these because I need to come to terms with the fact that this is the way that I look. And uh, and it's, it's interesting because even though we are used to see looking at ourselves in the mirror, the mirror is not a very accurate a way of how we how we we are in a in a video. It's like it's a, almost like a snippet, right? Of like, okay, we look at ourselves, we do whatever we do in front of the mirror, then we're about our we're going about our day, and um, it was really um, enlightening in so many ways for me to say, you know what, this is who I am right now, and it's changing, and this is what I look like on video. And it's not. I didn't want that to stop me from sharing, uh, from sharing what I really the message that I wanted to convey. So that I find that that's really, really powerful to do. And absolutely, it took me a few videos uh, until I felt comfortable, until I understood what I wanted to convey and how to do it. And with that, I want to share one piece. Um, of advice that actually came to me. Uh, if you look, I, I, if you actually have the time, the energy, or the desire, or curiosity, if you go to my YouTube um, channel, you will see one of the first videos that I leave there because I guess that's to, to show the progress, really. My first video is really boring, very slow, and not very motivating. And um, and now I feel comfortable, and I know that you know the pace that I talk at, and so on. And I also learn that it's really important to be really. One thing I, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting myself because I'm hearing some noises. So if you're not talking, I'm gonna please invite you to mute your phone so we have a nice, clean um, recording. Thank you so much. Um, feel free to inter, you know, interrupt me or you know, come in about it the minute that you wanna. Uh, if you're doing things, um, it would be great to just mute yourself. Um, so what I want to mention is that when you're making a video, it's important that you kind of pump yourself up a bit. Uh, maybe a little bit of coconut oil, you know, oil is a possibility, or just putting your, you know, one of the things that uh, my husband does that he loves is he plays, 
he puts on his most favorite, favorite song, and he just plays that really loud, and he's dancing around, and then he does video. Like his energy is like so expansive, and he's excited, and he's so thrilled, and it really makes a huge difference in how he conveys himself because as we know that the camera puts on a little bit of weight when you see it, it actually turns down the volume of your energy. I don't know what it is, but if I talk to on camera the way that I would talk to a friend, uh, it's kind of boring and slow. Uh, in person, we don't take the talk as fast or as you know, steady. I've learned to talk both on radio and on camera and like, you know, just with a different pace and more energy and more exciting and, you know, just like, okay, I'm, I'm more bouncy, I have more energy, I'm conveying more. And I'm really going to invite you to actually do that. Just do a regular thing as if you were talking with a friend and do something, you know, super mellow and then just, you know, pump yourself up in a way, in a, you know, gentle and loving way and then um, just make a, you know, 30-second video, just test it and you'll see the difference it makes or maybe before and after a workout or things like that that will really you know, invite more energy into your body. Another thing that I noticed and I'm going to invite you to, um, to just be, be aware of is that the days that I make a lot of video because I'm pumping so much energy, uh, now is actually a lot better, but it tends to be I get very drained. So I, you know, it was like last Tuesday that I made like six videos and then, and they were short, they were very, you know, short videos, but I made six. And then it was like my energy went for a little dip. So I know that it's going to be a day that may, after that, my evening is like, okay, I'm going to need a mellow evening. There's a lot of energy putting out. And um, I think it's it's both like your energy has to be up, but also that it's, um, we're putting ourselves out there. And every time we do that, there's a level of vulnerability that increases. And um, and that also takes a little bit of a toll. So I hope that this is also helpful because uh, as, as you keep on, as I am going to invite you to start doing videos, the next thing that I would love for you to do in the in the our secret Facebook page is to do uh, a little introduction video of that you could use for your website. And um, and I want to talk to you about the three-second rule, which I may have mentioned before, which is what is these, right? So when somebody lands on your website, what is these, who is it for, and what are the benefits of staying on that page? Because people have around three to five seconds to get your message and decide if they're continuing to listen or if they're moving on. Three to five seconds, that's about it. So with all that information said, I'm curious if who may have a question or a comment. I'm all ears. Hi, Laura. It's Katana. Um, can you hear me? Yes, I can, of course. Okay. Um, so I've been practicing making videos, and in fact, I even did some live streaming on, like, Periscope. And... So I'm I'm really pushing myself to just do it, right? Even if I don't have the perfect content or the perfect topic. And what I realize when I do watch it, like you, I'm not necessarily crying, but I'm totally knocking on myself. I'm like, oh my god, 
that's dumb. Who's going to listen to that? Like, you're rambling. And it's like, even if I tap, it still feels so intense, like this criticism. And I was wondering if you have any other, like, ways of releasing this or processing this really terrible feeling. Because I've been tapping, but it's like, why is it still here? (laughs) Yeah. So So one of the things is, okay, when it comes to, it is is absolutely important to, um, to just do it. That's really, really great. I also think that it's very important. It has been very important for me to get a little bit more clear about who I want to attract. Because if, you know, and you can, you know, as you notice, I, I am a rambler. I can ramble on and on at certain subjects. And yet I have my goal clear. I want to communicate something. This is one piece that I want to communicate. And the other piece that I do is that I do get clear about what is this video going to be about. So, again, you know, people, believe it or not, people have a very short attention span. And it's not just the ADHD or that. No, everybody has very, you know, we have very, we lead very busy lives. So in order for you to just freely rumble, you're going to have to really um, convey what is the benefit of people staying with you and listening to what you have to say. The first thing that I learned is that in the beginning of your video, I always say, okay, hello, this is Laura Masaganek, and in this video I'm going to share with you something, like, you know, the, the, you know what to do and not to do in video. Or I'm going to share with you why is it important that you use, you know, superficial marketing. See, I'm already telling them what is this about. So if at some point I rumble a little bit, they know that I'm going to get somewhere. Uh, unless you are somebody, you know, like Oprah or, or you know, some, yeah? Well, um, you, I think Do you have a comment? I, Did somebody else? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I have been getting clear and trying to set an intention for what the videos are going to be about, but I, my actual question was how do you really get over releasing your criticism, your self-criticism when okay. you watch the video? <laughs> yeah. So what I would say what I would say is like uh use the roar. You know, there there's if you go into the discussion section, there's a um PDF that I send and I would strongly encourage you to do either the the roar or the draw and tap and just Voice the hell out of all your criticism. Just voice them. I said, you know, the truth is, it's not about denying or inviting um, gentleness or compassion or anything like that. You have to really voice, like, oh my God, I look terrible. You know, nobody's gonna see these. Who's gonna care about what I have to share? Really let it out. Just let it out. All of it. Like, what are all the different fears and concerns of what's going to happen? Nobody's ever going to want to work with me. I don't have anything to offer. What I have to offer is, you know, I just like it's really tapping and ranting. Tapping and ranting and allowing that critical voice to be there. The other piece of the critical voice, the other side, the deeper side, is the saboteur, which is a part of you that is so scared of actually being successful, of really, you know, being seen that is going to, like, hammer you down so you do anything and everything um, to not be seen. 
Does that make sense? Makes sense. That it's about you know tapping and tapping and tapping on all the all the voices. Just you know, as you tap, just name it. Instead of trying to deny it or hide it, just name it. Oh my God, my hair is terrible. I look awful. Nobody's gonna want to see these. Everything that you're noticing that is critical, just give it voice and tap. And at some point, you can even question. This is a wonderful um, subject for a, a one-to-one session because is either a younger part of you who's actually um, trained, has been trained to be criticized, or has been, you know, has been criticized so much that then you do it yourself, right? And it has become that inner saboteur that is really not wanting to be seen because being seen may mean being judged and rejected and abandoned. And that's the the part of you that needs to heal and receive that in order to to be visible, to show up and uh, and really be yourself. Does that make sense, Katana? Is that um it definitely makes sense. I guess I just Yeah, I'm gonna think on that. Okay. Even as I was tapping and listening to what you were saying, and I was like, oh, I'm really resonating with, you know, what Laura's saying. Like, oh, it's, oh, look at my hair. I don't look great. And I really don't like the sound of my voice and la, 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 stuff like that. It's just, like, I know it's a problem, but it's like, why don't I still feel satisfied after I do that process? I mean, is it? Are you telling me I need to dig deeper? <laughs> dig deeper? Because I, I know logically it makes so much sense. Like, I don't want to be visible. Like, don't want people to, like, know what I do because then, you know, why? And it's like, um, is that why I still have this feeling, this nervous feeling, this critic talking louder because I'm just so close to, like, discovering something but not allowing myself there? You know, I feel like I need to reflect on those questions and as much as I've been doing that over the last few days while doing these videos and these live streamings, I just feel like stuck. I still feel stuck. <laughs> well, because one of the pieces, Katana, is that is it possible? So I, I'm glad that you're tapping and I invite you to tap as I'm sharing this with you. Is it possible? See, we all have an inner critic. And that inner critic is also part of our inner saboteur is another way of naming it. Um, the inner critic is more of like a, if you will, like an adult voice. The saboteur is like the child that was deeply hurt. And when there has been in in people and that have had more intense abuse, the saboteur is stronger and the inner critic is really, really powerful. And what it does is that it's stopping us from being seen because being seen is something that could potentially lead to really intense uh, danger to the point that we're fearful for our lives. So if that at any point happened in your life, and it happened in many of my clients' life, and it happened a little bit on mine uh, to a certain degree, then what needs in order to really shift the dynamic and the pattern it's very important to heal that part of you that felt so scared 
and that felt in danger and at risk for becoming visible because there's, there's this internal part of you that is committed, deeply committed to keeping you safe. And keeping you safe in this instance um, means be not being visible. And video is actually almost one of the ultimate things that you can do to be visible to people that you don't even know. You know, it's uh, it's a very video is a powerful tool. I mean, it's powerful to the point that you know I have had this happen, and when Margaret mentioned it, another coaches of mine mentioned that I was like, oh, that sounds wonderful, but I don't think it would ever happen to me, which is I get to a conference, like this happened in Mexico, it happened in Madrid, it happened when I went to Canada, um, that people say, oh, okay, come over and say, oh, you know, give me a hug, and I'm like, I'm so, I'm so glad you're here, so wonderful to meet you in person, and I have no idea who this person is. And they have received my videos, they are part of, you know, they're following me, and I had no idea. So there is a level of exposure, you know, that is real. It is real. Uh, and because of that, there is a potential for judgment and for rejection. And if there's a part of us, a younger part of us, that has been judged and rejected, it makes a lot of sense that that part is going to do everything in his or her power to, you know, the, the critical voice would really rise up to to really keep us protected. But the way to deal with that is to actually, for me, the answer would be matrix or, you know, going into that, connecting with that little girl that is saying you cannot do these and that's, you know, because it's a little girl that is saying don't do these. You are going. You're, you're awful at it, and and it's criticizing you before anybody else gets a chance to do that. So yes, it is a deeper issue when it's intense like that. And I know that thank some you, of you. Go, go ahead. Yes. I said thank you. I mean, yeah, I'm really processing this, and I'm actually getting some ideas around this that have. I'm feeling like a little bit more courage after I've been listening to you kind of explain and elaborate a little bit more. Yeah, yes. And you remember that you are breaking vows. You, there's, a, there's a vow of invisibility that we break when we actually decide to step up in this way. And uh, and it's, it's, I think, kindness. That's why I love the whole turtle energy I hope you remember that I, I've always owned hair energy and wanted to go, 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 and to uh, really embody and embrace turtle energy, which is slow and steady, slow and steady, you know, and it's like being gentle and kind with ourselves, recognizing where we are, recognizing what we need, and being kind. Maybe, you know, right now, uh, I haven't done those live videos that I know there's a new, the new thing to do, I haven't done that. I, I like having a little bit more control about what I'm going to say and the idea that I'm going to just, you know, I get my tongue to it sometimes. So um, I probably will try it. But in the meantime, it's like be gentle with yourself and notice where you are. And if you notice that, you know, just like take one little step and see how that feels. 
I do believe that one thing is that when I started making video, I wasn't clear about who my perfect client was, and I just started making tapping videos. Um, I have to tell all of you, I've had a lot more success when I started speaking with a, to a particular audience to my perfect client because then my perfect clients will respond. That I, I do want to tell you. I have had, uh, especially with my Spanish channel, but both, uh, my, my, they just, I got amazing responses when I started speaking with up to a particular group of people because they would feel identified and then they become your tribe. You know, they become the people that started following you or they're interested in what you have to offer and that's when your business starts growing. It doesn't mean, as I was talking earlier to a different, uh, to my Spanish program, um, it doesn't mean that you are closing your doors to people that are really wanting, um, that will get benefit from your services. I have, I still get contacted by people that say, you know, I am not an entrepreneur. I am a, you know, I'm a career professional, and I totally identify with the blogs that you're talking about. Uh, could we have a conversation? And I'm like, absolutely. If I can help them, I would, and I will. Um, so it's not like I'm, I'm not closing my doors, but by being clear about what I have to offer and speaking to those people that can connect and relate to the blogs that I that I feel like I'm an expert at solving. So I think that that is very powerful as well. So, you know, just uh, spending a little bit of time and defining who do you want to talk to. And even if you don't know exactly the group of people or the person, what I would strongly encourage you about is like, what are the topics? What are the, the you know, the, the kinds of, the kinds of uh, work that you do and what would be the content? So for Bob, for example, you can make a video talking about the brain and how, you know, what you just did with us. That could actually be a series of videos. I don't know if you noticed, but, you know, what I did, that video mini-series that I just shared with you, and there's one more coming, I believe. Yeah, yes, I don't think I posted the third one. I did just in one take, I just thought. And I have noticed that I get a lot more, you know, likes and watch if I actually have three short videos that are like two or three minutes instead of having one video that is 15. Because I want you to consider that every time you're going to watch something or listen to something, you're always thinking about how long it's going to be, how much time you have. And if it's a long video, we tend to not watch as much as if you have a shorter one. If somebody looks and says, oh, it's three minutes. Okay, I can watch three minutes. And you relate to that, so it's like I would highly encourage you to do, you know, what really feeds your brain and what is the best thing that you can do when, you know, you have a presentation or a long day or something is coming up and you just had a really terrible, but, you know, night's sleep. And here you go. So, and I encourage you to uh, do that, actually. I would love to, to see you do that. So that's, any help, comments? that's helpful. Oh. That's helpful to hear you break that up and piece it. You know, it's like you said it before, but the way you said it this time, I don't know. It made more sense to me. So I appreciate that. Absolutely, Michaela. And I have to share with you that I do repeat myself, and sometimes, and I have learned that uh, even for me, when I listen to the, it could be the same information, but either you know, 
I'm either saying it a little bit differently or you heard because you're hearing you're hearing it from for the second time. It's like, oh, oh yeah, no, that makes that makes more sense. I can I can absorb that differently. It really you know reaches me in a different way. So absolutely. Um, any other comments or questions about everything or anything that we've covered? Is there anybody having any struggles with it, with videos, identifying um, the programs or creating programs, or even how to switch from packages of sessions to programs? I feel like I, I mean, I don't know if we're at the end of our call, but I could definitely use a refresher on the programs again, because when you first challenged us with it, I thought, oh, that makes a lot of sense, and then... Of course, I didn't do it right away, and so now I'm feeling confused and not sure where how to get started again. Right. So with programs, I think that it's wonderful to um, to start starting with. If you, if any of you is doing one 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 sessions, like individual sessions, like exchanging time for for dollars, the first thing to do is actually create a package of sessions, which is kind of like the basic of you know the basis. Of your of your program, but we want to focus on transformation. So you're actually talking about a three month, you know, it could be a one month. You know, if you want to start with something simple, it could be you know four sessions or a month. You know, now that for example, now that we're starting in summer, maybe you do a month, and you know, of an intensive thing, and that is very very focused. So if it's health related or if it's uh, business related. It could be like, you know, master the art of video, speaking to your right audience for, you know, four classes or four intensive one-on-one sessions, however you want to call it. The difference with adding, doing a program is that now you're going to be uh, adding bonuses, right, those delicious add-ons that are going to make it more of a program. And what do you do? You actually provide value, um, there is very valuable things. Like it could be you can have a group Q&A. You can have a Facebook group if it's part of a group. You could have access to, if you're doing just individual, that's totally fine. You can add recording, you know, talk shows, and, you know, you can even ask Katana that she was the first one, I think, to jump jump in or jump on and, <laughs> and be part of talk show. is a great tool. It's free. Um so you can record it. You can actually have them have access and email access to you, which is not a given. I have to tell you, there's many coaches that actually do not invite email connection. Um, if you choose to do that, my recommendation is that you set some boundaries in the sense of, like I always say, you know, you have email access to me, and you all do, and uh, I'm going to respond to you within 24 or 48 hours, except on the weekend. Right? If I'm on a weekend on vacation, I'm not going to be able to to respond within 48 hours. Uh, and most of the time, I respond much sooner than that. But when I'm away, I'm you know I'm not. Um, text. There's other people that use text a lot. There's other people that I and I believe that I um, I have done that as well for some people, which is SOS calls. Like they, you know, SOS means like you know 10 or a 15 minute phone call or mini session when, you know, the person is about to do a presentation or about to talk with a new client or a potential new client. 
or, you know, a client has a big issue that just came up and they're like, oh, my God, can, can I have this 10 minutes to just run something by you and get uh, support on these? And all of these, these pieces are enhancing the, the programs that you're giving, are fully supporting them in achieving their results, and it feels like you are there to hold their back. See, the, the huge difference between one-to-one sessions to when you're actually talking about premium programs is that that person, that client, really have their back. You know, you have their back. They know that you have their back, and they feel like you are there to support them. Their goal is it becomes to a degree your goal. You know, they want to be healthy. You want you really want them to be healthy. And you're going to do anything and everything in your power to actually support them in that journey. Um, you know, somebody may call and, you know, if, uh, if you do, I'm kind of making this up, but if you do um, tapping into wealth, let's say, and you're working with somebody that uh, has an issue with spending, overspending when they don't have the money, and you say, well, you know what? Every time that you feel like you're going to go and splurge, Give, you know, send me a text or give me a quick call and we'll have a five-minute talk together. And I have to tell you, even though five minutes may seem like like no time, if you really tap five or ten minutes on an issue, it completely changes your nervous system. So I'm really inviting to create a program would be adding those, uh, those different, just different add-ons that provide a ton more value and the person feels like, oh my God, okay, I can really, I'm, I'm, I'm in. This, I, I feel most, see, most of us, I, I know that there's a lot of, there's some people that which, which is, is wonderful to work with um, that are so self-motivated that they have, you know, one coaching a month and they just run with it. Uh, it's not the majority. The majority of people um, get distracted, get scared. There's, you know, there's emotional components. There's all kinds of things going on that interfere with them taking action. And if they don't have that constant accountability and support, they just get like you know distracted by life and they just move, you know, move on uh, without following through. So when when somebody when they feel like somebody's right there for them it makes a big, big difference. And because it makes a big difference, you can actually charge a different amount. Does that make sense, Michaela? Is that a good guidance to how you go about? Yeah, that helps out a lot. It's like I I watch a lot of these, you know, like bonus videos and stuff, but it was just like, okay, how do I get started again? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, that helps a lot. Thank you. Of course, and we do have in one of the one of the files is actually premium programs, and I talk about all of that. What I share with you, including names and how to name things that you need. You know, whenever you do add-ons or programs, that is very important to have a descriptive. You know, a descriptive. So you have three, usually three words: a descriptive word of what this is, an emotional word, and more of an analytical or intellectual word. Like this program is that the you know success biz formula. So do you see how it's like I have an emotional word? What is it about? It's about business, and it's a formula that's very is appealing to your intellect. So I'm bringing all of you um, into the into the program in that sense. 
And the same, the same thing with all the little add-ons that you can create. But that's the, that's a, that's called, I think it's really called premium programs. I'm gonna double check here in the page, and I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Any other questions or comments? Who is ready to actually start jumping in and sharing um, programs with us, both on the Facebook page and with clients? I know that some of you have been working on that. And the other uh, the other thing is how is it going with the videos? Is it, um, is it really scary to start talking about who you know who you serve, what is it that you're doing, and what the benefits are of working with you? So you could put that video like that on your website or in your Facebook page. Yeah, and by the way, it's under files. It's the it's premium program. So that's the PDF. Is the third one down? And there's also, yeah, there it is. Yep. Any other questions or comments? Or everybody's like. Room eating and what, <laughs> what I've been talking about. So the one okay. thing that I, I go ahead, go ahead. I have a question. So I've created you know a program before, but any time I come up about to talk about a program or or anything like that, I immediately want to go to one-on-one work. And, and like one-off sessions, and then I immediately don't even want to charge for those sessions. So I know there's something in my world of programming, and it's been suggested to me that I should get comfortable dealing with money, right? So invite them to an energy exchange and even like donation-based or $10 or $20, but I just find like I can't even do that. And um, I don't, it's like, I don't know. It's like if I can't, if I have a hard time doing that, how am I going to start thinking in the mindset, or how do I get into the mindset of thinking programs are ultimately serving people, and and it's way more than like ten dollars to twenty dollars, which is what was suggested to me since I was just uncomfortable with money to begin with receiving it. Right. So what I would what I would highly recommend is. So Katana, how many how many clients have you worked with? Have been, have you um, you know either exchange sessions with, or how many people have you worked with as clients so far? Actually, over time, over twenty people. But I do have a tendency to kind of go into massive hiding and like not talk to any of them, or not follow up with them, or go months without talking to them. In fact, because I don't want I don't know like. Geez, that fear of success is so bad. <laughs> right. So it's like when right. I get on a roll, like getting started is easy. Jumping onto a challenge is easy. Making a video and like just doing it, okay, fine, easy. But then sticking to it consistently because I know eventually it's going to lead up to asking money, very hard. Okay. <laughs> okay, perfect. So the one thing that, okay, so this is what, uh, what I would highly recommend. First is, uh, you have to start where you're at. See, well, that's one thing that I've noticed that is really, really huge. It's not the same uh, if you work with 20 or even, you know, if you work with 30 people that after you work with 50 people. There's something that changes 
in your level of confidence, what you can do, how you can manage different situations, things that come up. There's something that it starts shifting in you. And it's and that's something that see, confidence is a combination of an internal an internal piece as well as an external piece. And it comes from experience. It comes from having the experience of dealing with several scenarios and situations where you're like, you know what, I can respond well. So it's uh, it's both coming from within in the sense of like I am really wanting to do this and I'm going to commit it to getting better and I'm getting the training and I'm getting the emotional strength. But also if you don't have the experience of working with a lot of people, the, the reality is you're going to be presented with setting, with scenarios that you're going to be like, how do I deal with these? I remember very, very clearly when I first started, when I first started actually even, I remember when I started being a psychotherapist, but I even remember start, uh, started when I started using EFT. I had been a psychotherapist for 15 years, and I used EFT, and I'm like, what am I doing? And what do I do now? I have no idea. And it was after I would say, there's something magic that happens around 50 sessions that enough enough situations come up that I slowly started integrating and incorporating different parts of my experience with what I was doing with EFT that actually felt like, oh, you know what, I can do that. I could, yeah, definitely. So that is, I feel like you're in that space. And because it's so scary, I can see that you start and go, 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 and then you stop. So my biggest recommendation for you would be to either uh, you can go, there's two, you know, you can, um, I know that you have a power partner in our group. Um, you could have a power partner or an, uh, a, tapping, a tapping person that you exchange with uh, the Tapping Into Wealth program. Do you have that too? Yes, I do. And those have been extremely helpful in getting me to get confident with the material. But mm-hmm. when when money starts to get involved or when um, I'm working with a, a non-coach, like, client, a non-practice like practice client, even just the thought of it, it's like um, I noticed that when I know money's not involved, Consciously, I am amazing at what I do. But as soon as, like, I even think about transitioning them or proposing money in it, I, like, drop off the map. Okay. So, okay, wonderful. So this is going to be a very – Actually, I'm going to invite everybody to do it, even if we don't do a full full fledge. But Jesuit, I think that oh, to a degree we all have issues with money and charging more, no matter what, what level you're at. So let's actually start tapping together. And I'm going to invite everybody to tap with us because we all want more money. We all want more clients. We all want to up level. And we all have some, some sort of issue with money. So let's start together in the karate chain point. Okay? Even though... Even though I do not want to get paid, can you can you repeat after me, Katana? Oh, sure. Can you? Yeah. So let's actually let's yeah let's start over. Even though there's a part of me that doesn't want to get paid. Even though there's a part of me that doesn't want to get paid. Because that part of me believes that I don't deserve it. Because that part of me believes that I don't deserve it. Take a breath, blow it out, 
I am open to uncovering the root of this issue. I am open to uncovering the root of this issue. So I can have the level of abundance that I desire and deserve. So I can have the level of abundance that I desire and deserve. Even though when it comes to money, I totally shy away. Even though when it comes to money, I totally shy away. And this has been a pattern in my life. And this has been a pattern in my life. I'm very happy to give what I have to give for free. I'm very happy to give what I have to give for free. And I'm a fabulous giver. And I'm a fabulous giver. Take a deep breath. And what else? I am open to discovering how to be. I'm open to discovering how I could be. A fabulous receiver. A fabulous receiver. Being kind and compassionate with myself. Being kind and compassionate with myself. Okay, tapping through the points. I can give and give and give. I can give and give and give. I am really great at giving. I am really great at giving. That's what I was trained to do. That's what I was trained to do. And I don't know how to fully own my value. And I don't know how to fully own my value. I was not really recognized in that way. I was not really recognized in that way. As I've always had somebody in my life. As I've always had somebody in my life. Remind me that giving is better than receiving. That giving is better than receiving. Yeah, I got reminded so many times. I got reminded so many times. That I had to share and be generous. That I had to share and be generous. And receiving money was not one of the things that I was trained for. And receiving money was not one of the things I was trained for. Especially for just being me. Especially for just being me. And sharing my expertise. And sharing my expertise. If I was to well, if I was to receive money If I was to receive money I had to really work for it. I had to really work for it. Really, really work long hours. Really, really work long hours. The idea of getting generous amounts of money. The idea of getting generous amounts of money. And working a few hours a week. And working a few hours a week. It's just for the gangsters. It's just for the gangsters. Bad people. Bad people. Arrogant people. Arrogant people. People that I would never want to be like. People that I would never want to be like. And yet there's a part of me. And yet there's a part of me. That just would love. That just would love. To do what I love doing. To do what I love doing. And get paid generously for it. And get paid generously for it. But my nervous system has been trained. But my nervous system has been trained. To never do that. To never do that. That would make me a bad person. That would make me a bad person. I don't want to be a bad person. I don't want to be a bad person. I don't want to be called selfish and arrogant. 
I don't want to be called selfish and arrogant. I don't want people to judge me and think that I'm doing something wrong. I don't want people to judge me and think that I'm doing something wrong. Or illegal. <laughs> or illegal. I would never want that to happen. I would never want that to happen. Take a deep breath. Blow it out. And what are you? how are you feeling? What is happening when you think about charging some money for your sessions? We're not talking about, you know, some money. How are you feeling now? I'm having, when we were doing that, I felt like there was a thought that came in that said, um, you know, charging a little bit of money would help me to keep doing what I'm doing, keep serving at the capacity I'm serving. And that's better than not doing it at all. Right. So it's more like I, I feel a little bit more peaceful around the idea. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I can charge a little more than I'm charging now. Well, maybe I can charge a little more than I'm charging now. Whatever that might be. Whatever that might be. I could just try it. I could just try it. I could get in touch with what is the value that I'm offering. I could get in touch with what is the value that I'm offering. And very consistently and congruently charge that much. And very consistently and congruently charge that much. I don't have to charge hundreds of thousands. I don't have to charge hundreds of thousands. If that's not where I'm at. If that's not where I'm at. I want to embrace the value that I truly offer. I want to embrace the value that I truly offer. Get in touch with my contribution to the world. Get in touch with my contribution to the world. And receive in exchange. And receive in exchange. The same amount of value. The same amount of value. In money. In money. I can see how money is a reflection of my value. I can see how money is a reflection of my value. And I am ready to embrace and own. I'm ready to embrace and own. The value that I offer. The value that I offer. I am not perfect. I am not perfect. And I'm constantly learning. And I'm constantly learning. And yet I do offer value. And yet I do offer value. And I'm ready to own it. And I'm ready to own it. Because it's really my truth. Because it's really my truth. I am contributing to the world. I am contributing to the world. By helping people, sorry, by helping people improve their lives. By helping people improve their lives. And I'm open to receiving. And I'm open to receiving. Money in exchange. Money in exchange. That is congruent with my value at this time. That is congruent with my value at this time. Take a deep breath. And blow it out. How does that feel, Katana? 
and everybody for that matter, because I really wanted to make it for every one of us, you know. We're always up-leveling and learning. And these little monsters, that new money monster comes up for all of us. I think that it's really important to recognize that we are always up-leveling, up-leveling ourselves and therefore up-leveling our programs and our offerings, our contribution, our value, and therefore opening to receive more, right? Mhm. I feel amazing for the <laughs> idea that like I feel totally totally comfortable with. And I don't know when it hit me. Maybe it was when you were talking about um value with what I'm giving and receiving and coming back to me and then you know how I didn't feel comfortable with 10, 20 dollars and and all that. It's like, "Oh my gosh, what if I offer something super super simple?" like a mantra or positive hypnotic suggestion, right, where I got to speak with somebody, hear them and hear their problems and then give them a very quick and very actionable thing to work with throughout their day, and it would only be like three or five dollars. Oh, that's when you were talking about like consistently and, you know, congruently charging the same amount. I was like, well, that is something that I feel is very comfortable for a lot of people honoring where I'm at and where they're at. And it's not like going to drastically change anything in their financial situation because, you know, we're our ideal clients. It's like, well, $3 wouldn't drastically change my financial situation if I made someone to talk to me. <laughs> yes. Yes, so, exactly. And you know what? One of the key things I want to share with you is that there's certain magic numbers. And what I know of, a, of somebody that is a major, major personality in the tapping world. She's very famous. It's um, uh, Pat Carrington. She's probably in her 80s. She's amazing. And for a long time, she may still be doing these. I don't know if any of you know her. For a very long time, she offered um, tapping, tapping uh, calls were group calls that were $7 a call. And I think they were like maybe half an hour or something like that. $7. That was it. And you got to spend half an hour with Pat Carrington just tapping on something, you know, on some issues. She she gave, she had built different titles and issues, you know, different um, things that she was tapping on. But I have to tell you, she got a ton of people. Why? Because $7 is like, okay, why not $7? $7 is nothing. And then you got the recording. So there you go. You know, it's like, why not? It's not like, you know, uh, the one thing that I wouldn't recommend is that you offer like a full session for 5 or $7, you know? Right. But you could yeah. do a package if you want to start. Uh, you know, there's one client of mine who was just starting, and she wanted to do, um, she was doing, I think it was, she was doing half-hour sessions for her, and she wanted to do three for $97. And I'm like, sure, why not? She, it was a jump start thing. And uh, and after that, it was very clear that after that, if they wanted to continue working with her, she would have programs that would be, you know, more along the lines of 97 per session, even though it wasn't priced that way. But why not? It's just like it's important to start wherever you are. And one of the things that I have learned that um, that has been really, really important, 
and from a marketing point of view, is that when somebody gives you the credit card for anything, even if it's $7, it's much more likely that that person will invest in you further uh, for a bigger amount. But that's also important information for everybody to have. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. My goodness. (laughs) You're very, very, very welcome. Very welcome. Yeah. So, any any other comment or question? I I hope that this was useful for all of you, actually, or most of you. And if you have any comment or question, um, we have a few more minutes. I would be happy to answer. How was that for everybody else? That helped me as well. I feel better. <laughs> Great. That's wonderful. Yeah, and it's just, you know, the pro- it's, a, it's progress. It's not, you know, not perfection. It's just slowly building turtle energy. I love the turtle energy. <laughs> and I have a little, actually, I just found... On my family altar over here, we have a little turtle, and I had completely forgotten about it. So, wonderful. We'll be in touch. Uh, We will have a a delicious um, challenge for all of you coming up. And I look forward to seeing more videos from you, trying different things, and seeing your programs, because I think that we're up-leveling to that place where it's like we're ready to, to actually just communicate more. Okay? Any other questions, Michaela? Any comments? Yeah. Um, um, no, I don't have any questions. And um, no, I'm I feel good, and I've got some video ideas that I jotted down, so I'm I'm ready to roll to the next phase. <laughs> Yay! Awesome. Okay, fabulous tribe. I'm going to send everybody off and have a huge, huge fabulous week and uh, I send you tons of energy and we'll be connecting in the in our in our Facebook page with the new challenging coming up. Love okay. you. Thank you, Laura. Thank you everyone. Thank you. Have a wonderful day.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.